Alright. Fine a fucking Lee. Huh. I think we got it. Sorry to keep y'all waiting, but Max had kept me waiting for a little while, if we're being honest here. And we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but it's about 10 o'clock at night and we're finally on the way with our Max and Lou show. This is Lou. And this is Max. And this is the Max and Lou show. Episode 23. Sick. You know, it's a bop. I like that. I like that the new intro we got going. <laughs> it's a, it's a slapper. Max, you gotta stop sleeping so late, man. I do. I do apologize. Our, oh, it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're having soundboard difficulties now. Sorry, guys. We do want to give credit to Jess Smith for the intro. Thank you, Jess Smith. Uh, it's very Dragon Ball to me. It really does sound like Dragon Ball Z a little bit to me. I like it. It sounds like something I've heard before, so it must be like Dragon Ball. It's like, like, I don't know, like the video game theme or something for like, like... So we're using the Anchor app to stick that into the podcast? Yeah. Along with our other new uh, segment intros? Yeah, uh, pretty much there's like a free sound. Oh, I should look it up. I, <laughs> I do have like a... I got a bunch of audio clips from a website that gave you free clips, pretty much. It's called, there we go, Zap Splat. Uh, it's a bunch of free sound boards that you get for free but you know it says to give credit just to be kind and all of that and someone made this very nice intro and i thought what is it zap board zap splat zap splat i'm sorry (laughs) zap splat well thank you to anybody putting their content on there yeah appreciate it and there's a lot there's a lot of good stuff yeah just smith that's the intro song we're using is hers yeah cool and that um, like and uh, I could find the name, but I also have no idea. I will have to look it up. I'll put it in the in the description if anyone likes the song. So, this is the podcast. Just so you know, the twenty third. The twenty third. That's a cool number. It's actually. I think it's my favorite number. Is it? Yeah. Well, my birthday is April twenty third. Oh, then so it should be one of yours too. Of course. Um, have you ever seen the the number twenty three? With Jim Carrey? No, but sounds vaguely familiar. It's a pretty cool movie where the whole concept is that like you know like you know how like in in, in your world everything kinda like equates to three. Right? Yeah. In this movie it's that everything equates to twenty three. Like Jim Carrey? Yeah, it's a very serious dark movie with him, surprisingly. 20, is how old? Uh, uh I'm like guess older? Two thousand three would be my guess. So it's like Oh no, maybe a little later. So it's like not really for the movie our generation would have watched. Uh, I think we were in fifth grade when it came out. What so year maybe, was that? Uh, 2005. Okay. Four into 05, I think. Yeah, and that's almost definitely when it came out. Let's see. 2000, oh, 2007? Dude, we got so fortunate. It wasn't fifth. What, what, what was that? Right. Yeah, we got so fortunate that the year that we were born, we were going into the... Um, the grade that the same year was corresponding with, all because of the year we were born. What do you mean? So, 
it's easy to read. It's that that's that that's why it's so easy for me to remember because we were going oh, oh. into the fifth grade in two thousand and four. Yeah, and going out to or whatever it was the transition. Like I said, you asked fifth grade. I knew it was oh four or five or something like gotcha. that because we were born in ninety four. It was so easy to remember. Like we graduated in two thousand and twelve. Yeah. 12th grade, 2012. Yeah. 11th grade. Yeah, so if you ever think about it, it's like, okay, in 5th grade... But it only for us, it was like that. Yeah, very. it is very lucky. I'm shit at math, but, but I was fortunate easy. enough to have no, that I, I to do, help my memory. I do forget about that lucky trick for, for our grade. Yeah. But yeah. It's like, okay, how old was I in 8th grade? It had to have been in 2008. It's like, you know... it. It's helped. It helps your memory. Even if you're shitty at math, it, hel- it helps. <laughs> so if you were born in 94, remember that. You got that on the board. Yeah, so this it, does look terrifying. We're looking at the 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 cover for number twenty three with Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's like the poster trailer. He looks like a madman with the number twenty three like written all over him. Kind of looks like a horror movie. It's kind of it's like a psychological thriller. Twenty three. So it happened. Did it? When? I don't know. Like three days ago. Oh snap! You know what I'm talking about. Because that is what this podcast is about. I'll let you We're say taking it. up as much time as we possibly can talking about this beautiful piece of art. This magnificent creation by the hands of man. <laughs> and we're, of course, talking about the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5. All right. How about that thing? So, I think it's beautiful. I I'm agree. not trying to like blow it out of the water right yeah. away with that you know crazy dramatic introduction, but it is uh, visually, aesthetically pleasing. The the best way I can describe it is that it's it is the whole futuristic thing. People are saying it looks very futuristic, and I do agree. It's kind of like little over the top, but it does look a little. It looks sleek, you know. It doesn't look like too bad. It's the color scheme. That's we're gonna have to get used to because it used to always be black. Now we're gonna have some like a lot of white in it. There was white editions that came out, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but not like as release, you know. But you can you can get different colors, like the play PlayStation Two. You know, PS One and PS Two had it in gray, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Did the PS Two ever have gray? Dude, I bet there was one out there. There's no way they made a PlayStation Two without like a special edition. You know what Fair. I mean? I feel like there was a gold one, unless I'm fucking bugging, but I actually had a picture up of it before, it was a pretty cool picture because it had the, uh, I want to see exactly what they're calling it, but it's the model without the disk drive. Oh yeah, the diskless. It was the perfect picture I saw, It was they were side by side, we're going to have to, right here, PS5, PlayStation 5, PS5. PlayStation 5 Digital Edition. And you can see here in the picture that it just kind of is more symmetrical and it's even because it doesn't have the the the, the disc slot there or the what what is it, what is it called a yeah, an d- SDD or HDD well, the, the disc the, drive the disc drive I think right? Yeah, whatever. The, the where you put the video game. So the thing is, yeah, you can get the PS5 with a discless drive, only digital games could be played on it. You have to download them all from the PlayStation Store. It's a unique take. People think that that's where the world's going. 
eventually they're they're assuming that discs are going to be taken off. Yeah, I don't. If you look at the way things have gone over the last twenty years, you know, specifically in our lifetime, with how things keep jumping and jumping to the next smallest, most convenient. It's all about convenience and where you could fit what you have. So like. You're absolutely right. It's just it's coming to the point where discs are going to be obsolete, and we're not really going to have you. It's like the DVD player. It that's completely fair. I don't. And now with rents, streaming, everyone just streaming and rents through streaming. Yeah, DVDs have become very obsolete. People still use them, and there's obviously people that are behind on the times, and they're they're gonna get to the streaming world eventually. But now, do you think it will dissipate, or always just be kind of? at the bottom or do you think it's going to disappear like vcr no i think i I think it will i think we're going to get to a point with technology where like the dissipation is 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 going to be real it's going to happen in such slow motion for us though i guess (laughs) so because think about it like right now the smartphone in itself makes everything before it obsolete you have this one device and you don't need you don't need something that records audio you don't need something that takes pictures you don't need a computer you know, for christ's sake i think that's the big this, thing is like, that there are houses so like you no don't computers. you don't even soon enough you won't need your playstation 5 honestly i would not be surprised if it's going to be well, something that gets integrated into the smartphone world i mean they already have Pretty pretty in depth smartphone video games that dudes play on their their big tablet screens and shit like that. You know the smartphone video game world is revolutionizing in its own. You so think, like yeah, just eventually it's like just a thing you plug into your TV. It's like a little a little thing that connects. Well, almost like an Amazon. I really drive. wish I really I really wish Sean was here for this podcast, but uh, it's Sunday and I think he's actually on his way to georgia for vacation right now oh, so cool. shout out to sean kelsey be safe out there bro uh, enjoy your vacation um but we've talked a lot about this with him lately and uh what elon musk is doing with the Neuralink stuff and how he's trying to integrate um augmented reality into you know the the fucking physical anatomy of the human body he is trying that I, i'm pretty sure i worded that the best way for a dummy to word that he's trying to the way that I he's can, trying to put like, augmented reality all right into, augma- so here's the thing is it it's one of two things that i'm thinking right now is it like augmented reality like put in i you think and it's you beyond I think, no i think it's beyond that shit from what we've talked about i don't know that's why i wish sean was here because he knows more about it i don't know how much of it is just theory and and how much of uh people fantasizing it is but I'm pretty sure that what they're saying is you're basically going to be able to just close your eyes and, like, be somewhere else, control things without even moving your body. That's insane. I mean, crazy. It, crazy. Like, so that's, so, so that's where we're going with technology and all of this stuff. So when we're talking about, like, you know, the, the, the newest, latest game system and getting rid of discs, well, soon enough we're probably not even going to have consoles you know it's all everything just winds up getting smushed into one big monster machine at some point and that's what the smartphone is right now so that was what i was kind of saying about like the whole uh deterioration of the the obsolete older stuff 
because soon enough, like that stuff's just going to dilute so far away that like you're literally just going to have smartphones laying around everywhere and people are going to be like, what the fuck are these things? You use these for what? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. Like you see, just like you look at a VCR now. A kid, a kid today who 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 is growing up looking at nothing but a smartphone screen, will look at a DVD player or something like that and have no idea what it is, what it does. So like same same thing is gonna be for a smartphone one day once all the DVD players are destroyed. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but even even kids right now to things that to us are normal, they don't understand like. Uh, there was like a little girl trying to play a Game Boy, and she couldn't play it. She did not understand it because it wasn't touchscreen. You know, she just didn't get. And that. I can completely understand that. We're we're in that generation that can observe things like that and understand that. And the other one was a tape recorder. You know, like little hand tapes to put in, and then you. I think it was that. And oh no, I think it, they showed them that and they asked them what it was and they just, they could not figure. They really I think I've seen the video you're talking about. And you, to us, that's kind of, like that's a little crazy to me, even though it, in a way it's out of our era, you know, but like a, we had Walkmans, right? Walkmans was kind of. Yeah, I walked around with like, well, what, what, I feel like Walkman was a name brand. And yeah. that, that goes with a lot of shit that people well, talk about, but the, a CD player. Yeah, but I think it was the, the first portable. But was CD Walkman player. CDs or, or was it actually like tapes? No, it was CDs. You think? Yeah, because that's know? the thing. I think they were just called tape recorders. And, and like, the Walkman I, came you ever out? You see like those 80s movies where they got them on their hip? Dude, I had <laughs> one of those too, like the yeah. hip one, yo. Oh, like, shit. I had one. <laughs> I used to put CDs in it, dude. It was the shit when you were a Yo. kid. Like, I wasn't super into music as a kid, but I just, that, like, that was still cool as shit to have when you yeah. were just like, were like, fuck it, I'm going to listen to this CD or whatever the fuck it was, whatever your parents had, honestly. See, oh, but was it a CD or was it a tape? I was born in 1994, and I was on the verge of a technological crisis eruption i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> i had them both i remember when i was really young my nonna let me use the tape recorder one it was the tape i guess not a tape recorder but it was the one that had the music when you put the tape in it and you flip it you know a and b and we all know how tapes work well i guess not all of us sorry kids um and then i had the cd one later in life later in life when i was like 10 years old all right yeah so, like, probably, Sounds like, right. five years old with the tape, John, and then, like, <laughs> ten years old with the CD guy. I don't even think I ever had one for my own, but my sister had one. And you know whatever the fuck was your sister's was yours. I mean, in a way, like, yo, know, I grew up with Aaron Carter, Dream Street, NSYNC, some Britney Spears, Lou Bega, La... That that's kind of like how my intro to music in a way, because it's what she had. I was like, all right, this is what music is. Uh, but going back to topic, some PlayStation Five <laughs> material. Yeah. So, do you know? Do, have you checked out anything that's coming out for? Oh, it? but by the way, I'm probably, I'm probably just. As much as I fucking hate technology and I want to be the old guy, I'm probably going to get the discless model. Yeah? Yeah, it looks cooler. And I don't play video games a lot. And with what I've been doing with my PlayStation 4 as of lately, I don't really see myself buying discs. I also bet it's cheaper. I was I, I was going to get into that and talk about that and see if we knew I anything bet. about that. No. But there's, there's nothing on that yet. There's, a, there's nothing on prices. There's an, uh, a... 
an accused leak of information, like somewhere, you know, Walmart or Amazon, some some company accidentally posted the price apparently at at six ninety nine. Yeah, you briefly brought that up to me. That's that's higher than I thought it'd be. I'll admit, if that's what it is, I was expecting six hundred. That I feel like they had to do it. I'm like, why do the disc thing? But they had to do it. Like we're we're trying to move past this topic of subject, but I I just can't. <laughs> I mean, what's cool is that there's options. Because I'm thinking like that's probably why maybe that's the 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 model that they accidentally released the price for, and maybe there's like a hundred dollar difference. Oh sure, that the you one know what I mean. The disc list is most likely a hundred dollar difference. Yeah. So like, and then like. But then, like you're thinking about it, and it's like they had to do it at some point or another. It's the marketing. It's, it's the really market. Smart. It's the marketing, and it's crossing over to the yeah. next generation. It, it's cross. See, that, that's the correct way to put it. Because it's crossing over, they're not like, "Hey, discless or you know, fuck off." They're saying, "Hey, I know that this they're is being a very where some friendly people, with it. Yeah, they're, they're being like, some very people still buy discs, so we're not gonna." Force this makes me anything. think that they've got something. Up their ass already for PlayStation <laughs> Six. I've because uh, dude, that's how companies like this have to, especially today, dude. Even twenty, thirty years ago, companies weren't expecting what the fuck was going on right now. So like, you're thinking fifty, sixty years ago, things were slow back then. People had a chance back then. Now you need to be thinking hard and pressing hard and thinking about the fucking future like years and years in advance so like i wouldn't be surprised like that's what i'm talking about with the them keeping the disc drive letting you still use your playstation 4 controllers they're being very friendly with this console it just it makes me feel like they've got something else up their sleeve like they're ready to they're ready to cross over to the whatever they've got for playstation 6 which is going to yeah. be like completely discless completely vr compatible out the box you know whatever ps6 is going to be is going to be wild that they haven't brought up psvr2 yet but it's apparently that psvr2 is like that so what have they to told what headset. what have they told us about this uh the ps5 they just they just showed that video they didn't really like give any specs about it there are specs there's a list of specs as far as you know ram and how much space is on it i think it's 800 gigabytes of, really of space a lot of people were expecting them to go with the terabyte yeah it's a big complaint because the new xbox is a terabyte or if if not like one point again we're getting into a strange world with it's, the marketing today things are going to be weird in, in the following years I'm very, very curious weird. how that's going to go. As far as games and how big they're going to get, because, like, what, Modern Warfare right now, yeah. after the last one, I think is 200, right? I think it's at 200 gigabytes. Oh, Maybe. you're talking about size. Yeah. Oh, they meant, like, how, like, much PR they're going to get. When Sean was telling me how much money Call of Duty made this year, I was like, what the fuck? They better put out, like, the best game in the world. I don't remember. They made, like, over a million dollars or something like that. It was, like, millions or over a million. Right now, it was some crazy number. I was like, what the fuck? You knew about the whole loot box. And I think it was all just, I think it was all just from, like, like, DLC, like, like, extra buy shit, though. Like, none of it was actually, like, like, it was crazy. Dude, all right, like, which, and it was all, like, like, it was, I think it was the first month of the year. And, like, the first month of the entire year. Call of Duty just made some stupid number of money. 
like World War II and all the ones prior, they have the loot boxes where you probably, you know, like imagine like what Team Fortress 2 and those games where you buy a box for what? I don't know what like what like 2 bucks or something or maybe like 2 bucks for 3 or 5 bucks for a few and then you don't know what's inside and you'll get three random things and it can be rare or not and you know they compared it to gambling and then it, there was this huge problem because now it is it okay that kids can play a video game and technically gamble because they don't know what they're getting you know it's it's like a slot machine with real I money I remember the controversy over this Yeah so apparently this is the fix which I think it's all right but what it's what it is now where what you pay I think it's like $10 or something and you get like a battle pass and that lasts for the season and if you play the season you get in-game currency and you can just buy the next one. I, I like that. Or you can spend normal money for cosmetic stuff and you know what you're getting. It's interesting. I don't know. What, what are you looking at? I think the article that I'm reading is from 2019 not 2020 so I don't think this is what I want. Wow, the specs? It says it's it says May twenty twenty. For what? I'm trying to find out the number that uh Call of Duty made. It's Forbes magazine. I just don't want to read the whole article here, but it says something about it's been a first it's been a good first quarter for Activision and Blizzard with nine hundred and fifty six million dollars in microtransaction revenue. Up from $794 million for the first quarter in 2019. So, I yeah. think what they're saying is that it's up an extra $200 million, more or less. That's absolutely insane. That's a lot of money. Those are big bucks. Now, if we're going to talk about games that make a lot of money, I think the first thing I want to bring up... Like, I want to know how much money it costs to make... That that what which one is it? Modern Warfare? Is it just Modern Warfare? Yeah, I think it's just called. Modern like I want to know how much that I want to know how much that game cost to make because, do you think it was two hundred million dollars? No. <laughs> They're no. making so much money off of this game every year. They're making so much of their money back. Guys, stop giving them your money. Go make your own video games and play them with your friends. <laughs> Learn how to build them yourself. It's possible. Actually. Two hundred and fifty million was the budget. Oh, that's crazy. So what one? It was it was nine five nine five six and seven nine four. And that's just for like month periods, right? So it's their first quarter. Their they're, first they're, quarter. They're, they're talking about their first quarter. So, um, yeah, seven ninety four to eight ninety four. So it's 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 not even two million. And not only that, but it's but still, still a lot. Of, I mean, it's still it. a lot of money. Though. But none of that counts sales. All that's just microtransactions. Yeah, that's literally not all. Buying the that, game. Yeah, and that is that is that is. So they made more than that. That's crazy. Total. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I wanna I wanna segue over to one of, if not the highest grossing game of all time. Do, and do, what's that? What do you think that is? It's a PlayStation exclusive? No. Whoa. This is a PlayStation podcast it right is, now. It is. Um, hi, is it God of War? I don't think that's one of the highest oh, grossing. I'm, I think I'm wrong. I think it got beaten. 
It's probably it's still one of the high. You said one of the highest grossing. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay, it got beaten. Surprise. Okay, so the best one. I was wrong. The most highest gro- the highest grossing movie. Sorry, not movie. Game of all time is Minecraft. Of course, I think I knew that. I heard that statistic once before, and yes. I'm not surprised, dude. That that game is taking over the virtual world. Number two, which is what we're gonna talk about. Every kid plays Minecraft. And we were teenagers playing it. This is I'm why. sorry. No, but you'd be surprised by the next one. But this is what we're gonna talk about is the runner up being Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh. All time. Think about video games since they ever came out. Because number three is Tetris. And number four is Wii Sports, and anyone who had a Wii had to have it. So that's why that's there. Dude, that's so weird, and that's so good and so bad. That's literally, like, once everybody is stuck in front of a TV screen for good, you're going to play Minecraft until you're 10, and then you're... No, no, you're going to play Minecraft until you're 2, and then you're going to play GTA. <laughs> like, dude, that's crazy. That, that literally just that shows the, 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 the extremity of, like, the number one game is the most simplistic beautiful like childish pleasant dumbed down like harmless sandbox yeah just and that's the best way to put it sandbox with all those words in front of it sandbox and then like gta 5 is like as that is literally just like as disgusting as humans get they've put us in a they've, they've just put us there They've put everything in, in this world there, except, like, probably way worse, too. It's, that, it bothers me a little bit because And of, so many kids play that. That's the problem, is that so many of these are really kids. Like yeah. Like, kids. Like, kids, dude. <laughs> I was playing GTA when I was... I know your parents wouldn't let you play it. Yeah. I was playing it when I was... It was PlayStation 2 days, so, like... Grand Theft Auto 3, probably, like... Yeah, so I want to say I was, like, 8 or 9 when I started playing it. Sounds about right. About that, maybe. Maybe younger, but I want to say, like, 8 or 9 when I started playing. And, I was, and that's what it was, it was GTA 3. And, like, it was more or less the same thing. You're doing the same shit. The graphics have just gotten a hell lot better. And, man, did they... In a weird way, though, did they not look better when you were a kid than, like, these new games look to you right now. Like, my God, playing, like, very good open world, like, as it got better, you know what I mean? Like, Jack and Dax is a good example. To me, that was groundbreaking. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think it has to do with so many fucking reasons. But smoothness and sharpness, a lot of older games, everything kind of has that smoother tone to it where things blend together now every every game is so sharp where everything just stands out and it doesn't look it you have to really get it right because then it just doesn't look good if the graphics are good and it's just too sharp like it it doesn't it doesn't look real at that point it just looks grainy i guess or something but like that's an aspect of it and then the fact that when you're a child, it's a lot easier to um, immerse yourself into a yeah, it's nostalgia. Uh, a world yeah. that's not you know, you, your your uh, imagination is much grander as a child. Absolutely, you can it's indulge like, in the game a lot more and and feel like you're actually in a, a, a world of magic and it's like that whatever movies, or fucking whores, like, whatever like, it is. Think of like a movie you really liked that was relatively CGI as a kid. Like to me, like example, I don't know when I was. Uh, what was it? Maybe like Cats and Dogs. 
To me, that looked crazy. The dogs talking, everything seems oh, so yeah, real. Oh, yeah, dude. That movie probably looks terrible now. Oh, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> no. It's so hard to watch no. that movie. It's just silly looking, you know? It's very cheesy. Yo. But. No, keep on the cats and dogs thing. <laughs> Why, you like that movie? I do, actually. Wasn't there a second one? Uh, yeah, Fluffy's. I don't know, Fluffy's Revenge. <laughs> cats and dogs, dude. That was when, like, the cats was versus the dogs, right? Yeah, it was, like, Snowball or Fluffy. That's so funny. Wait, wasn't the cat white? Yeah. Oh, well, you, <laughs> you type in cats and dogs on Google Images, then you don't get Wait, that movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, no, it's a perfect segue. But I don't like that we say segue. Why? I don't know, because you're not supposed to say it. It's fine. I Especially because so. you were like, ooh, it is a segue. That's so. why I was trying to get us to stay on it. You know, you guys are here with us for this journey. <laughs> um, the cats and dogs talk. Oh, in case, yeah, if these people don't know the movie, it's a live action movie where the cats and dogs, their mouths Yeah, let's, let's, let's give them a little detail about the movie real quick. Because, yeah, like Max is saying, it's a movie that's based on, like, you know, cats and dogs and, like, the humans... <laughs> Obviously, the humans can't hear that. It's actually about <laughs> frogs. And like, it's about gerbils. It's a very, it's a very confusing title, but it makes sense in the end. It's like, no, but uh, do you know the voices in that movie? But the humans can't hear them, right? Um, or can no, they? they hide it because they're spies and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> they are. They're like fucking Russian spies, all of them Some or something. Of them, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're like agents. Yeah, it's like uh, it's weird because nothing has been brought up about cats or dogs that aren't agents that can talk. You know, all cats. Oh no, there was the one, the girl. Do you remember the girl one, the stray? That, no. that liked. Uh, Have you Poach seen this Bush? movie recently? I mean, yeah. I've seen it well, a that's why times. I'm asking. Like, how yeah. recent? Uh, maybe, maybe a year ago. Maybe less. Okay. Because I gotta watch it, but dude, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no stranger to kid movies. I don't mind. <laughs> it's see, but the thing is, it's it's good because I forget about it. Oh, nine years later, that's a little late to be making. Oh no, it's I a bad it's, sequel. Don't watch it. No, yeah, that's <laughs> one. That's one of those like direct to DVD type things. It's not, it's not straight great. up for the kids. Yeah, like you know, this is uh, what space puppies or <laughs> okay, like uh, fucking Beverly Hills Chihuahua three. So let's get back to the fact that the animals talk. Do they use any type of technology yeah, to talk? Yeah, they kind of like move the. And I'm, it, all right, you know what? You're actually gonna think it looks good because it doesn't look awful for its time. The mouth, it looks good, but. The movie looks cheesy. You know, you see that it's just shots of a dog that they make do something in a way. It doesn't look like, you know what I mean? It's dogs and cats. Yeah. That's the best way I can put it. it and kudos to them for making it as good as it was. Well, like like that. Yeah. They're just dogs standing in a lab or something yeah. like that. And they're taking video of them and using it. The dog has like a badge around his neck. He must be like the chief. And please don't get me wrong. It is an amazing movie. I still stand by that. You know, it's it 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 holds up to me as far as a kids movie. <laughs> That's the one I remember. Oh, the Russian. Uh, what were they called? It's like Siamese? a yeah. I think it. I think I think it's the a Siamese cats. No, I don't think that's Siamese. No. No, it's the other one. Siamese cats have the white fur, with the black tail. Oh, I think you're right. I always. Yep, you're right. 
Yeah, so, so what, this is like the skinless cow, like the Egyptian looking cow. What are they called? Look looks it up. Like, looks like Beerus or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beerus, the rat. Skinless cat. Oh no. All right. <laughs> sphinx. It's called the Sphinx. That's cat. what I was going to say. Really? Yeah, but I'm like, that's feel, not the I, Sphinx. I feel very ignorant. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm like, but that's not the Sphinx. So don't say that. So yeah, those skinless cats. He's Russian in that and he's movie. He's just a Russian sure. spy. And like he's so. Oh my! Wait, wait, wait. He's Actually, so, is he Russian? No, no, no. That's not that one. Sorry, I'm thinking of the kitten. The one that they bring in, and he ends up being the spy. He comes up, and now it's a cat in the house, and it's like a little cute cat, but it has a deep Russian accent. That's not that cat. I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. We'll get to PlayStation eventually, guys. Don't worry. Oh, okay. So they ha- they have collars. They have devices. Is that what lets them speak? No. I want to know what lets them speak. They can just talk. They can just talk, apparently. This is all leading into our segment of New Invention. New Invention. So, you ever hang out with your extremely Polish grandmother and. On occasion. She's saying, you know, Bobstra, Vanda, Hutch, too, and stuff like that, and you don't know what the fuck she means. Well. I do, but I understand where you're going. Unfortunately, well, I would understand what she means. There, yeah. So what I would use to understand what she means would be a Pocket Talk SAI-powered instant voice translator. All right. Okay. It won't work for cats and dogs. <laughs> yet. Yet. But. We're getting there. Exactly. We're living in the future. And what it is is basically like a little Blackberry type looking thing. You know, it's basically like a smartphone dedicated to translating voice for you. And it kind of works like Microsoft Sam where you would speak to it and say American. It's like Microsoft Sam mixed with Google Translate. Basically. Okay. I fully So like they advertise it with somebody walking up to people on the uh, the sidewalk saying – where where's the beach I'm lost? And um she speaks into the device, it spits out her sentence in French, and then the people laugh and they give her an answer and then it gives her her answer back in her language. And it just works as simple as that. That's amazing. I feel like that's something that's revolutionary for travel. Oh, absolutely. If you just want to, how many people probably think they don't want to move to another country or just like, I understand you don't want to go around for your whole life with that. But if you're just traveling, you know, you want to go on vacation, especially or, or business trip or anything. That's, that's an amazing little piece of technology. How much is it? I was literally just looking at the price tag and it's, I think it's in English. So I can't, isn't that pounds or it's not euros, right? Where is it? Oh. I think that's yours. It says two five nine, whatever it is. So I could imagine it's an attainable price. That doesn't sound too bad. A couple hundred yeah. dollars for something like that. Like it's not necessarily. It's definitely commercial priced. You know, like it's not you. I don't know. People who don't travel won't get it because they don't need it. But if you could find that useful, that's completely gettable. I feel like that's got to be a, a huge milestone um, for advanced civilization. And unifying of the world. Because that, that, it's like, you know, have you ever heard of the Tower of Babel? I mean, I've heard of it, but it's like tell an, me more. It's this tower in the Bible that they talk of and in other ancient scriptures. But basically, at one point, they were trying to build this tower. 
And what the tower was supposed to do was connect everyone around the world and unify them with one language. Okay. That was what the Tower of Babel was and how it was advertised, was that it was going to unify everybody with a one-world lang- one language. So it's, it's, it's almost like what that thing is, you know? I feel like that's what they should have named it, was the Babel or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that actually, it does make a lot of sense, especially, like, can you imagine what it would be like if, let's just say, every phone had this, like, immediately just, like, uh, or not Available. even, like, you know, not even phone when it gets past that, and it's just, like, it, it'll just be, like, a de- let's say just a device. Well, you know, like, the neural link things yeah. that we brought up. Imagine it's just oh, instilled yeah. in your body to the point where, like, you don't even have to, you don't speak, you just think, and somebody and who who thought from a language different than you from the time they were born will instantly understand what thought you're, it's fucking crazy <laughs> shit, man, but... Just think about it like this, because this is just pretty cool to think about. So, like, right now, I can't say this, but so say, like, ten years ago, we couldn't just get up and be like, all right, dude, let's go to fucking India and go on this awesome adventure, you know, just pack our bags, get a ticket, and go. It'd be a shit show. I mean, it might be an adventure of a lifetime. we need a guide or something. So, like, this makes it possible to just be like, where the fuck do you want to go? Let's go. I mean, um... It says here that it um, translates both sides of a conversation into 74 different languages. So, it's probably like the most popular languages. So, anywhere you go, it's probably going to have a language that can be used. Because there's like hundreds of languages. I think there's like thousands, actually. They looked it up on a Rogan podcast I was listening to recently. It was something like... Six thousand and something languages on the yeah, entire but planet. Then, then you go to popularity and things like that. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I mean that 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 that's the new invention of the week because that 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 it's cool. I like it. I'm gonna pick one up sooner or later. Wait for the price to drop, you know. But well, yeah, it's encouraging to travel. Yeah. Like it, it makes me want to get it, so I will just want to travel. <laughs> Every legendary modern day adventure needs go. their. Pocket Talk S A I powered instant voice translator. Instant, folks. So check that out. Look it up. Um, there's videos and stuff about it on the internet. So, oh, oh, okay. It says text to translate camera. So you could take a photo Hot for text to speak translations right on. Oh my God, dude! This makes traveling like not. I I could go not- to Italy and just start taking pictures of signs, and it'll tell me like, okay. I don't want to go in there, or, yeah. okay, let's go in there. Oh, my God. Take pictures of menus when when you're going out. Take pictures of, like, you know, just to know. That like, is crazy. This is wild. Yeah, that, that, that adds a lot to it. That's really cool. New invention, y'all. The pocket talk. <laughs> SAI. All right, so after a ton of talk about the PS5, which we kept on going away from, I think we'll finish PS5 before going into the new segment. All right. So we're never gonna finish the PS5. We'll be talking about it until they launch you're right. PS6. You're right. But right now we'll talk about our impressions on the games that were announced, or just a few of them, because you know we we only have so much time. So the first game uh, that I'll bring up is Spider-Man Miles Morales that was announced, which is going to be the next installment in the Spider-Man franchise for Sony, but not Spider-Man Two. What are you looking at? 
<laughs> I'm just looking at my notes. What do you mean? Uh, what am I looking uh, at? <laughs> well, what do you, you just watched the trailer? You knew about it though. What do you? What what about the second one? It's not technically going to be the second one. It's just the oh. next installment. It's not Spider-Man Two. You know, because people are questioning if he's dead. You know, Peter Parker and like what's happening. And they just said like, no. The best way to continue the story for Peter is to like have this little. It's going to be like Lost Legacy almost for the Uncharted. Spider-Man series. is such a touchy subject anymore. I feel like he's going down a. He's going down a road where he might not be around. In the future. Do you mean just like in general? Yeah, because doesn't he have like um, shared ownership and all this shit that's like he's always bouncing back and forth and people well, are trying to... Kind does of. Does he not have shared ownership? Right now, it's not... You can't even call it shared ownership, but yeah, pretty much. Cause, I don't know uh, if it was you that was talking to me yeah, about this, okay, but there's, so, another, there's another superhero or somebody... Yeah. Uh, it's Static Shock. No, I was looking into this by myself, I'm pretty sure. Static Shock. I think it was the people who own Static Shock. Something about like the, the 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 rights being split, so they 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 can't use him. Like they can't they you 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 they legally can't use Static Shock in like a live action or something like that because two different franchises or some shit like that own a piece of that character. It's fucking weird right, shit. That, so that's that what I'm saying sense. about Spider Man okay. is like well, he's right. going down that road Sony, where he might not be Sony around. Sony owns. Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, because so pretty much what happened was that Marvel was going broke at one point when all those Marvel movies were not doing great. You know, Fantastic Four movies and Daredevil and then Elektra and then the first Punisher movie from two thousand like it the first Hulk movie. Do you remember the first? Well, not first, but yeah. two thousand four Hulk. Yeah. It, you know, just well, not like like we were Hulk. talking about CGI the other day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they weren't making great money. Comics aren't started kind of dropping in sales. So they were losing money. They were going bankrupt. So they sold, I don't even remember who they, they sold Fantastic Four. They sold uh, Spider-Man. What's this picture? Uh, my boss's comic wall. Oh, yeah, comic yeah, yeah. Wall. I saw it, didn't I? I went in I've sent you pictures of, of, of his shit before. Oh, yeah, you were yeah, in his we house. Yeah, when we went to, to pick something up from his yeah. house. Yeah, he's got it all decked out right now, all reorganized and shit. But uh, they sold Spider-Man t- to Sony. That, so Sony owns him now? Yeah. I thought Marvel bought him back or was trying mm-hmm. to. I'll, I'll get there. Right. So, so they bought... They bought quick, uh, make it quick. Okay, they bought Spider-Man from Marvel, and then they made Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Andrew Garfield. Remember those movies? Yeah. So that was their movies. And then those movies did bad. And then Sony started going bankrupt. <laughs> So they gave Marvel permission to use Spider-Man. I guess like I'm maybe it's shared money. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. That is not good. It's not good, but only movie rights. Uh like only like any TV, I think like animated, any toys, any books, like it it's still comics as well. I don't know. No, see that's the weird thing. I'm so confused actually because Marvel still makes Spider-Man comics. So how does that work? Right? Now that I think about it. Do they? Yeah, of course. I still read them. Marvel makes them? Yeah. I mean, uh, the question is, I guess maybe they sold the cinematic rights. Well, I, that might be a big thing of it. Well, bottom line is the game looked pretty cool. Um, it just looked like a really visually appealing game. I don't think they showed you much gameplay. It was a yeah. very cinematic trailer. Very but short, too. They didn't show too much. 
But, like, you can kind of see when he's swinging the way, like, you've seen Into the Spider-Verse. So the way that he swings is very, like, flaily and kind of spinny. Well, he's a gangster. Yeah. Miles is a gangster, man. So it's really interesting, you know, that'll be a big new dynamic that the way he swings and the way he moves is going to feel completely different. It's going to feel like a new game, even though it's still a Spider-Man game. I think that's a smart move to do. Uh, It's going to be short, but, well, I don't know how short. Now I think about it. But apparently it's not the next installment. And that's coming out with the PS5. Uh, we also watched the new Ratchet and Clank. Which, uh, you even said it was beautiful. And I agree. You know, PS5's, it's it's making, like, cartoony things look good. It seems very cinematic. It was a little bit of a throwback. I liked it. It's so weird because looking at it, almost feels like it doesn't look a bit different whatsoever from the from like what I remember you know what oh, I mean tr- but like yeah, I, I know it's I that's what yeah. and I commented on the graphics when we were watching it because it does it looks beautiful it looks so smooth and 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 amazing but just I I know that if I look at that like an old ratchet and clank game I would be like ew but yeah, in my brain, yeah. it feels just as um, appealing looking yeah. and fresh as... It's crazy. I was just... I don't even remember what it was. But it looked like a complete Ratchet and Clank game. Like, it's been recently, you know, I'll see a game that for like a remake, for example. I'd be like, like, like let's say even like Spyro. You see it and you're kind of like, wow, like it, it looks so good. But then you go back to the old Spyro and you're like, oh no, that looked so much more like the PS4 version when I was a kid, it looked so good. Like, like all these games when I was younger, just... Like, Jack and Daxter, I thought that looked phenomenal. Yeah, Spyro was bad, dude. Oh I mean, God. it was good, but it, it was, was bad. It was good for its time. The yeah, new but... one is, like, fucking beautiful exactly, compared to it. Yeah. Uh, so we also saw Horizon 2. Which, I've never played the first one. I've heard good things about it. I almost played it when I had my, my PS Now trial. Ah. But... Um, also just looked like a very visually appealing game. Another trailer that was really just cinematic. So it was just more of a reveal trailer and horizons Sony exclusive. Yeah. These are all Sony exclusives. Everything I said so far, as well as the next one, which is, uh, this is the PlayStation podcast, bitch. Uh, get in the game. Do you remember the name of it? It was Kena bridge. Was it bridge of spirits, bridge of spirits. That game looked fucking beautiful. That is the definition. Of what? Of like a cartoon. Like, it it looks so, you know, not real. You know, it's very cartoony. It's not made to look realistic, but it looks so goddamn gorgeous. It's probably the, like, the best looking. I can't even describe what, there's like a... Yeah, like with the art, there's like a movie or a show or something else that has that art style that this game just it all really made it perfect. Yeah, like I, it's hard to compare it to. I would I would tell anyone to look at the trailer just to see what it looks like in motion. It's it's really cool. It looks like it, it looks like you are playing an animated movie. It's that that level, I guess. Like I don't know, what maybe like Big Hero 6 the closest thing i can think of like kind of with the the detail i don't know i uh, think you're right 
I think that was the animation I was thinking of. Was Big okay. Hero Six? It's very, it's very, it's almost anime looking. It's very Japanese looking. Yeah, it does. Look, I mean, it is Japanese. You can yeah. tell by the the theme and the, the fucking like sensei who's talking in the background. <laughs> but uh, oh. yeah, I recommend just to check it out. Just just look it up. See, look how it looks in motion. It was uh, I think it was Kina Bridge of Spirits. And I think there was one more that we watched, and I do not remember what it was. Oh, it was the one with the... Uh, I have to check the name of it. With the girl jumping on the, the tops of mountains. Project Athea or something. Athea. Oh, Athea. So Project Athea. Very short trailer. It's like a girl that who came, is in a world that is not her own. <laughs> that game honestly looks like it's going to be shitty. It's... Like, it you... It has that vibe from the trailer. It, you know what I'm yeah, talking about? I understand what like you're saying. Like, it's got, like, like this vibe where it's like, oh, shit. It's the new PS exclusive, like, new game, new story, new character. But, it, like, just the way they put the trailer together makes it seem like the game is going to be so lame. But I'm not... I'm still keeping an open mind about it. Yeah. Like, the, I think the biggest thing, you know, the appeal was how good it looks. And honestly, not just that, but the jumping from mountains type thing it's like the the not mountains but let's say like cliff sides yeah and she was probably jumping 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 at like like a hundred feet or so like jumps like if not more she and the way it moved just looked you you were like a god it's kind of cool looking well from from what you see in the trailer you kind of gather that this chick has like a some sort of a, a magical power or connection to nature i don't know if you noticed that at all she like does like a magic like you were seeing like trees come up and all right all right that makes sense maybe she controls the elements of some sort but um the one thing that you didn't see because there isn't necessarily a trailer for it but it was announced uh it might be jumping the gun but i'm it pretty much was announced that skate 4 will be coming out i think i heard something about them bringing skate back but i also think i heard of some Unless it was Spider-Man, I think I heard of something else coming to the PS5 that was already a uh, like an established game. PS uh, Grand Theft Auto V. No, I don't think no no like it's a new game, but like an established franchise. I mean, I didn't write everything down. Grand Gran Turismo Seven. It might have just been Spider-Man. Honestly, I can't. I I don't remember. I've been seeing a lot lately. But, but yeah, Skate 4, I'm excited for that. It's probably going to be like all the other games and look just as beautiful. Like these. See, but if you go back now, would we think it's beautiful? That was, that was PS3 days. Yeah, dude, Skate probably looks so ugly. <laughs> I love that game, though. It was the, the, a difficult game. The way game. it plays. The way it plays, it plays like no other like skateboarding yeah, game. It's like real it's it's not realistic, but it's more realistic. It, you feel like you're actually doing It's stuff, difficult. You know? It's difficult the game. If anyone hasn't played it, you, you just use skate the everywhere. analog and the way that you flick it and twist it, it's it it's when it's so intimidating the first time you play it. I mean doing an Ollie ain't that hard. Yeah, Ollie but and, Ollie like, and cake flips. And I think like a cake flips, flips just like up to the up to the right. Like because yeah. the it's weird. The way they want you to do it is almost like how you would actually yeah. flick your toe off the board. Yeah. But then when you try doing laser flips and shit like that, you gotta like 
like sling the thing to the left and swipe yeah, it down yeah. and up and then it's, like do a figure eight or some shit. It's, it's like crazy, yeah. It, it, if I remember, like it'd be like, and you get pissed because you're sitting there trying to get these patterns with the with the joystick and you just can't. I feel like it was down left and then you have to swipe it across like across the bottom to like the bottom right and then flick it. it like one eighty. For what? Like, like a like, across, like a for, for the laser. It'd laser go, like, down across. Well, I think something. that I think because a laser flip and a tray flip would are like the same thing, but, but backwards, side, yeah. yeah. Depending on yeah. which side you start on, and depending on which way you're standing. Yeah. So I'm really excited just to see nice quality again, or forget nice quality again. I haven't played a skate game in forever. I feel like it's a it's a nice refresher. You know what I mean? Like, cause it was a decent game. So like. Now, if you wanted to experience that, you'd have to go back to old choppy graphics and stuff like that. So it's going to be like a nice refresher. I just realized I know what game you're talking about that's coming to PS5, established franchise, and it was Tony Hawk. Yeah, I think it was. It has to be. It has to be. Because it popped in your head when I said skate. He did the Rogan podcast too recently. And talked about his new game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, It's cool. Dude. That, that's exciting. See, I, I was never a big fan of those games, but I enjoyed them, but I never, like, I, I don't think I've owned it. I've Dude, always I played it. so much time into those I when I was a kid. I would play, like, like, I don't even know, maybe even here at Sean's. Like, everyone loved that. That and, like, SSX. Yeah. Well, I remember when Pro Skater 4, that's what it was, came out. Maybe, no, I think it was Underground. Yeah, yeah, Tony Hawk's Underground, when that one came out, like, the whole Jackass crew and everyone was in it, and you went to Barcelona and all that shit, that was the one that, we played that at Sean's house all the time. Yep. That one was fun. And Underground 2, I remember that being, like... Tony Hawk's Underground. Maybe that's what it was, was Underground 2. And I think it was both of them, but, well, you know what? Original Xbox was Underground. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be shutting your laptop while we're doing this. Why? Just in case you gotta look some stuff up, right. man. I mean, I could just reserving battery, I guess, but I can leave it up. But uh, that's really it for PS Five announced games at this little reveal. I uh, just don't understand how like they can start announcing all these games and be making these games and pump out these games, but like they only gave us so much information about this PlayStation. Honestly, I feel like a big part of it is that. It's then again, I feel like they gave us everything we actually needed. Like, true. Because the last well, thing, the last thing is the price and the release date, which are okay. both inevitable. Yeah. And if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. That's inevitable. Like if you're gonna get, if you're set on getting this PlayStation, and it's a difference between a hundred or two hundred dollars, you're still gonna go get it. That's yeah, the thing. you'll just be a little bit more upset. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If you're having a hard time and you know you you don't afford you can't afford game consoles and you have to save up for them, then you're probably just not gonna get it and not gonna be upset about it because you'll continue rocking your PS4 for another year or something like that. Yeah, very true. Because it's and I'm pretty sure as games come out, there will be they will continue making games that are PS4, PS5, you know. Yeah. Games. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah. It happened uh, with last generation as well, so it makes sense to do. But it is a little wild to me that Grand Theft Auto V is going to have been on the PS3, Dude. PS4, and PS5. And, and it's the number two game of all time. Insane. I mean, that's why they're doing it. It makes sense. But, you know, it's about Minecraft time. hasn't beat, I think. 
Yeah. It was on the amount of consoles that it's been on. Yeah. Minecraft's been on PS right. PS3, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS4. True, it's going to be on PS5. It's been on PC. It's mobile. Uh, Switch. Yeah, so. it's I completely understand. But that one's the number one game, so. Yeah. Again, it's because reasonable. The, I guess the difference is that people are expecting a next installment for Grand Theft Auto, you know? Yeah, they've which, been, it's going to come, dude. It is going to come, and it's gonna, going but, to be, it's probably going to be up there with Cyberpunk. With what? Like? Like, up to par with, like, graphics, um, in-depth, uh, RPG, um, you know, schematics and stuff like that. Yeah, like, honestly, Red Dead 2 apparently blew people out of the water. Exactly. I heard that that game is phenomenal. Yeah. I really want to play that game. I've heard really good things about it. I've but, heard weird things. Like, you want to know some weird things about that game that you would never know if you just didn't pay attention? Stuff they didn't tell you if people found out? Uh, there's crazy. Your, there's, your eyes actually dilate, and it shows it when it's nighttime in a campfire, just showing what your eye looks like and your iris being really big, and then him looking like in a bright light and his pupil being just like really tiny, and it's like, or yeah, you understand what I'm saying? That's. I wonder how they even fucking do that. If it's cold, the horse's balls shrink up. They're smaller. If it's winter. How? Yeah, they're wild. What? Yeah, they're insane. These uh, these are things I know because the internet just thinks these are like wild little things that games would never do, but they have so much attention to detail. Was it <laughs> was it this one? No. 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 I. What's that one? Proving Ground. American Wasteland. Oh no, that was for the GameCube. I think that was. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's uh, what it said. So then it must have been Underground too. Yeah, I see Bam on the cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was the one with, like, I don't know, the one map. It was all the wooden stuff all the way at the end in the Ring of Fire. And the Ring, Ring of Fire, yeah. The Ring of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, but then there's that one. That's the first one, yeah. Okay. I don't know. If... Dude, there's so many. Yeah. And then the Pro they... Skater 1, 2, and 3. But then they progressively just kind of didn't do as good as under like i feel like underground underground 2 probably was like a very it was still high rising in sales dude looking at all of these covers i feel like i had every single one of these for whatever fucking reason <laughs> and it's funny because i played the shit out of these games like before i was really into skateboarding because i didn't start skateboarding until i moved to pennsylvania and when I lived in New York was when I really, I think it was like Pro Skater 3, I played the shit out of that game. It's funny, because when you're a kid, like, usually the way it works is, like, you play video games, and even if you're into them, you kind of don't really, like, or at least the way it worked for us, because uh, the generation we came from and how things were advertised, like, it was hard to find a good game. It was hard to know what games were out there. And you didn't necessarily pick your own games. Your parents kind of picked your games for you. So then you were kind of just stuck, like, right. with, like, you know, all right, which game do I want to fucking sit and, you know, occupy myself for the next five or six hours with? And that's what you would do as a kid. So, like, that one, for example, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Like, I I can't say I was ever really, you know, into skateboarding or did a lot or whatever, you know, but, like... But you had it and you loved the game. Yeah, exactly. So... That's just, that's know, just like, how it works. I know the first game that I picked. Exactly. That's what I mean. And, like, the way it mostly worked for us was, like, we'd go to the mall or we'd just go to the fucking game store with our parents and, like, we'd 
you know, beg them for a game or, you know, yep. they would let us pick out a game. I remember, I don't think I remember the first game that I picked or the first time I picked a game. But I do remember my parents used to let us pick games to rent when we used to go to Blockbuster. At a certain point, we used to rent video games like every other week or something like that. And yeah. they used to like let us each pick a game to my, rent. Driver, I, you, dude, we used to rent that game all the time. Driver with the three, because yeah, it's Driver, driver three, three, right? Yeah. Anyway, what, what was the first one you picked? <laughs> the first one I picked, uh, in a way. Tell the story. Oh, and it, it's a gr- it's a great one too because like when we got a PS two, I was in Poland. I came home to, uh, I think, uh, Kelowna or Kalina. I don't I don't know what it's called, but it's this weird game, Kelowna two. And then I think it was a Tekken game, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and Grand Theft Auto, Gran Turismo, not Grand Theft Auto. So it wasn't like anything. I he got me the one game, but we were not even. I think we were in like a Walmart or a or a Best Buy, or we weren't in a place to look for video games. And all I saw, I just saw a game, and I was like, Mom, can I have that? That looks really cool. She said no. And then like a couple weeks later, I got it for Christmas. Dude, that's the fucking move all the time. And that game was the first Kingdom Hearts. All I saw was that really cool moon-shaped, you know, heart-shaped moon with... And it just confused me because I saw these really cool-looking... Even though I didn't... I didn't know idea what anime was. I actually never played a Final Fantasy game playing this. I was introduced to pretty much everything Final Fantasy through this. But it was like experiencing this kind of... It was like, I don't know, like explaining anime to a kid who doesn't know anime was weird. It was just, like, edgy in a way, and it's, like, dark, mixed with all these characters I knew, and it was just, you know, it's a great goddamn game. You, know you didn't know anime yet? At that time? No. I think I just, I discovered that game, like, when it first came out. Like, it was just on the shelves at that point. I think when I first started watching anime, I didn't really know it was anything different. Oh, you because you used to watch Inuyasha. Like that was that was a long time ago. But that was like around the same time Kingdom Hearts came out that I got into Inuyasha. Well, okay, maybe maybe after. Like Dragon Ball Z, you guys got yeah. me into Dragon, Dragon Ball, Z. Ball Z. I never got into see, that but that's on my the own. thing. Like, bec- and Ooh, I guess I guess when that comes out, yeah, I even watched that. See, but I guess like it's because these things are natural to you when you grow up. You just watch what's on TV, and because it's all on Cartoon Network, you're just like, well, these are all just cartoons made, and because they're dubbed dubbed over. You're just like, well, these are all just cartoons that are drawn by American people until someone tells you otherwise or you learn it yourself. Yeah, yeah, to understand, like, what is the difference between Dude, them. I like, had no idea that there was such thing as a dub. I, I don't even, I don't know when I figured it out or what my ex- expression was, but I, I'm assuming it would have been, like, mind-blown that, like, like, when I was a kid and younger, I didn't know that dubbing was a thing. I thought that, like, all of these... I didn't know these okay. were Japanese shows. Yeah, like and Inuyasha that, like, in yeah. particular, I bet. That's so weird. I mean, yeah, thinking about that with Dragon Ball is interesting because you know these voices of Dragon Ball so well. Like, these are the characters in your mind, but... That's not their voice. Technically not. No, they're, they're it's not the, the same story. After. Yeah, it's not the same. It's, not, it's technically not the same story. Yeah, oh man, because it is like ninety nine it is like ninety nine percent the same story, but it's not the same story. That's one interesting thing. Sometimes when it like, because I don't watch anime often, but when I do, you can tell spots where they can kind of mess with what was just said. 
You know, like, and because they they can just make up what they want in a way. Story story beats have to happen, but like jokes and stuff. Usually the dubbing is pretty good with the with the lip syncing. Yeah. But sometimes you you can tell how bad it is, and that was another thing. Like, if you really pay attention, you can tell that it's almost always off. But as a kid, dude, you're not paying attention, so you just think it's American. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so you wanna uh, what we're talking about language. Talking or jump into our new segment. Our new segment that we've done already, but we're gonna do it again. And here we go. It is the unit of language. For a look into the words we use and the power they can hold, join us in Unit of Language. Oh no, it's the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like a unit of language. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our word for this week's unit of language, the word is influence. Influence. Yeah. I don't know what made me pick that word, but Let's talk a little bit about it. The definition of the word influence. The capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. Or the effect itself. The influence of television violence, as an example. Okay. What do you think of when you hear the word influence? I mean, pretty much what you said, yeah, just like being something, something being shown and it influences your behavior. So I, that can be said in so many different ways. I don't know, like, like, uh, let's say you you choke on something and and someone does CPR, right, and then they save your life. And then they kind of like that person can be inspired, and I guess maybe that's inspiration, not influence but now like you're like i want to help people now and it's like an influence on your life i don't know influence is a little different i don't know that's a little different i guess no i like that i think it is an influence with you saying that it makes me want to want to ask you would you say that everything is an influence yeah well on a good everything yeah it can influence good positively or negatively on things like but see well certain things can certain things can influence you positively Unless you abuse that influence to the point where you're gonna start getting diminishing returns. Oh sure, I mean if if yeah. If so something that. something that can influence you positively can, in the long run, influence you negatively. Or if I guess you're not careful with its influence. Well, yeah, that can. I, I like I, I lost my train of thought, but the one thing I was thinking was because we just talked about TV shows and like we're we're watching like let's say Cartoon Network, right? And we're watching what's on it, and this is a, another way to view the word influence, I guess, is that they do influence what we are watching. We're watching this channel, and they kind of choose what we watch. You know, as kids in particular, you only have about two, what three, maybe like three different channels you watch, which would be like Nickelodeon. Cartoon Network and probably like what Disney 
I would say. Those are, like, the three main ones. Yeah, unless, like, you're, like, a really mature child and you just watch, like, news and fucking soap <laughs> operas with your parents. Dude, I can only imagine just, like, a seven-year-old waking up. Those are those, kids, those are those kids that are in your class in, like, the seventh grade and, like, they're already a politician and they want to be, like, class president and shit. Oh, man. Those kids. Yeah. But, no, yeah, no Disney, names. Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network. So, but, yeah, they kind of influence what... I'm talking about, like, I guess a channel influencing you to do something. But I don't know. The word influence can be said so many ways. Like, even just Disney. Disney's a great thing. Disney influences, like, a lot of kids, I would say, toward different things. What do you think when you say influence? I don't know. I kind of think of what, like, the typical word influence means like under the influence like that no not like that but like influence like it's such that is a weird word the more you say it influence are are you finally understanding that one thing i told you where if you say one word over and over again it doesn't sound like the word anymore it might it might be (laughs) but the etymology of the word is from middle english from old french influence Emanation from the stars affecting one's fate. Oh, jeez. From medieval Latin, influentia. From Latin, influence, flowing in. Present active participle of influo, flow into. From in, in, plus fluo, flow. (laughs) So, I mean, it sounds like it's got some pretty deep meaning to it, but when I think about it, I think of like... Uh, like, like peer influence. Okay, yeah, So, yeah. like... Like, I, like, I, I understand like you Like, 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 basically... in a way, it's like... Basically, what's guiding... What, or more so who, is guiding you in the direction you're going? Not even necessarily it being a good or bad direction. So, like, your parents influence on you. Your immediate friends influence on you. But then, you know, with what you said that made me ask would you consider everything being an influence? That was a thought that just just clicked in my head when I asked it because it does seem like everything could be an influence. My Absolutely. dog is an influence. My guitar is an influence. Whatever influenced me to start playing the guitar was an influence, but now that I play the guitar, that is an influence in its own. Oh, yeah. I feel like influence is a word that can also just be used to describe tools. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm actually curious, right? Uh, if if you can check, I can check right now. Uh, in, influence synonyms, because the power to affect, control, or manipulate someone or something. There we go. Affect, control, impact, hold, uh, guidance. These are all you know words we've been using because that's what you said. It's like whoever guides you, because like it, all these words work toward that because it's what kind of like decides what direction you're going to go through your thoughts you know like like peers like your parents definitely influence your morals on what is right and wrong and that that is very subconscious on a way you know it's like you just see certain things as normal i feel like you can put influence in just about anything it's just like 
It just really matters the amount of meaning you want to attach to whatever you're being influenced by. There's so many different ways to look at the word. But personally, I believe in positive influence. A positive influence is how you have a happy and successful life. You got you got to be motivated. You know, you need to be influenced. You need to find influences that are going to open doors for you that have more influences in those doors and are just going to guide you to um, all these different places and help you create this web of just what would be an amazing yeah. life. And see, that's but I feel it like a needs lot of to people be... are scared to do that. A lot of people don't like to, no, you're to right. branch well, off. Well, that's the thing is that People like to get comfortable. Yeah, And once you get comfortable, you're not willing to go and open those doors and see what kind of influences are behind them. And that's the thing. You know, people are scared. And they get comfortable and they realize, okay, I've been okay this way, so I should stay this way because – and we're speaking metaphorically. But you go and open that door and you see that there are influences on the other side of that door. But it's up to you as a person – to, to, to judge those influences and learn from those influences. And that's what kind of scares people is that maybe they're worried that, you know, um, they're going to be influenced by something wrong and make a, a wrong decision or go down a wrong path. But that's the chance you have to take. And then after that, it's up to you to learn from those mistakes and those bad influences and kick them and, you know, start using your fucking smarts and your intuition to go through those fucking doors and start deciding which one of those are the right doors for you to go through to have that fucking influence. Guys, what you need to do is grab the last two minutes and put that on every time you wake up in the morning to motivate you and to influence you. (laughs) Damn straight. (laughs) Influence from Max and Lou, y'all. Well, I think that's a positive note. That's what I was trying to to end on was something nice and positive for the fans, guys, for the listeners. Just for us, think about something that influences you, and uh, go toward that. You know, it's like if you something that makes you happy and kind of affects you, you know, and that you want to be influenced by. Don't be scared of it. Let us know what it is. Let us know. Let us know what influences you in a positive way. Maybe we might take an interest in it. We'll share it with other people. They might take an interest in it. Not everything is for everybody. But then, again, also let us know things that you've thought about doing or trying that you might like. Because those are those doors that we're talking about. But in the meantime, everybody stay humble and stay peaceful. And uh, most of all, take care of yourself. Just remember, guys, you can message us at maxandlouchow at gmail.com. You can find us on any platform where you can find your podcast. As far as I can tell, if we aren't on one, just let us know, and we'll figure that shit out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like you said, stay humble, be good people, and stay influential on others.